Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast, Freed by Noon episode. That's right, every single day, this is the coronavirus quarantine content that you need. We're going to take emails from listeners, then we're going to do the coronavirus rant of the day, then a charcuterie chat and a luxury lounge, and then the quick hits from Instagram. That's what we do every day. I'll be taking your emails, screaming and yelling and being an idiot. But all I need from you, listener, all I need from you, watcher, because we are on podcast. Also, we are on YouTube. So if you just found the podcast today, get subscribed. And then if you just found the YouTube today, get subscribed because then they'll come to you every day. It'll just spit at your phone. You'll never have a moment where you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with all this time? Bring up Papa JT, your boy Uncle J Train, the Prince of Promos, the Sultan of Swipes, the Wizard of Ha. I'm here for you. So all you got to do is get subscribed on YouTube or on the podcast app of your choosing. Also, Spotify, I'm there too. Also, also, but most importantly, there's no such thing as a free lunch. How do you pay me? For this glorious content, hmm, share, share, share with a friend, share with a friend, ooh baby, yeah, all you got to do is share, share baby, share, share, share. Throw it on your Instagram story for another person to be able to enjoy the hair. That's right. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. Share that podcast with a friend or a co-worker or a family member to let them know that you care. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. I mean, I'm getting a lot of people that are messaging me. Thank you, thank you. No thank yous. Don't need your thank yous. Tag a friend in the comments. Tag, 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 tag. Let's get to the emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Corona cuffing season hits right when dating a new guy. Hey, J-Train and Classic Shelb, Feather Feather, I'm a huge fan of J-Train, you up, and I've turned many friends onto both podcasts and your live stand-up. Freed by Noon is already getting me through going sturch crazy at home, so I'm extremely grateful. Totes preach. My question is about this new coronavirus cuffing season. I've been dating a guy for a little over a month, and it's been going well. I enjoy spending time with him. The sex is great, and overall, it's been stress-free. However, now that we are in this time of social distancing, I'm worried about getting too serious without getting a chance to really know his lifestyle if we match. Note, we are clearly not social distancing from each other because at this point, if I have it, he has it, and vice versa. Shelby, play some sexy music. That is the most hilarious way to say that we're having sex I've ever read. Play the play the porn music. Oh, this is this this is my boyfriend Jeff. 
And we're not social distancing at all. If I have it, he has it. He has been injecting me with coronavirus since day one, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, penis and vagina, nod, nod. Oh, me and, me and Samantha? Hmm. We are not social distancing. We are social erecting, if you know what I mean. And if I have it, she has it. Am I right? High fives forever. It's really important to me in a relationship to want to have a similar lifestyle. I want someone who also wants to be very social, go to adventures and travel. (laughs) I think the word adventure might extinct itself by the end of this whole coronavirus madness. Like, women use... I just want a guy who will go on adventures. It's like, what the fuck do you mean, bitch? Walk out of the house? Yeah. I think you're going to want a guy who can shit in a bathroom quietly without smelling up the whole apartment. Our values are about to change. I'm sure someone married with a kid is happy that they didn't put adventures above the guy's career at this point. But we move on. But it's really hard to get a sense of what uh, of that when a person's stuck indoors together watching Netflix and ordering takeout. I'm nervous that with all the hours spent together indoors over the next few weeks, months, it's going to feel really serious before I've gotten really uh, to get to know him in normal circumstances. My question is, what can I do to keep it interesting and try to get to know if we are compatible when we are locked indoors? Two, how do I keep it casual when I'm figuring it out when prospects for other dates are limited? Thanks in advance for keeping us all sane. So I'll say to this person, live in the reality that you're in. I mean, I understand what she's saying. She's like, well, we're getting to know each other in a two-room apartment in this social distancing, weird, we're made to stay inside type of reality. But listen, there have been strong relationships that have come out of uh, snowstorms, have come out of blackouts, have come out of other crazy circumstances. That stuff, and, and I know what you're doing. You're saying, well, then we'll be in three months in and it'll be harder to, and then it's like, what are we, then we're stuck together. You're never stuck with someone. You go through coronavirus. Coronavirus might bring you closer together. It might tear you more apart. Both are okay. And you have to remember that once you get out of this circumstance, that that life was a different life. I mean, the show Love is Blind is actually a great uh, kind of example for this. You have this Love is Blind. They meet without seeing each other. Then they go out in the real world and they spend time together and they start referencing the pods as if it was this golden era. And they're like, remember when life and the pods, remember how good it was? Yeah, well, things changed. Life changes. You adjust Couples come together during adjustments. Couples come apart during adjustments. That's okay. You might get out of quarantine and he might look at you and go, yeah, I don't travel anywhere. That was actually my real life. And you'll have to go, okay, well, that means we're not the match. And that's okay. But I don't think, I think what a lot of people do is they hold the past against themselves. You don't have to, just because you spent quarantine together doesn't mean you have to spend New Year's together. And vice versa. 
Just because you spent quarantine together doesn't mean this isn't the real relationship. It is. You got to know each other during a stressful time, and that means barriers were brought down. That means you're a new type of couple. You might be stronger because of it. it. You know, and life is gravity. It goes up, it goes down. Both can be true. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Send in your emails. Hey, Jared, love J training you up. I listen to them during work and during my commute. Find the advice so helpful. I've been talking to a guy for a month now, and I haven't brought up the what are your expectations conversation yet. On the second date, he invited me to an arcade and told me that his mom and brothers would be there. I was hesitant at first, but I went and I had a great time. He texts me every day about my day, and there were a couple of times where I asked if I was he was free to meet up, and it seemed like he avoids the question. Once I gave multiple options and he didn't respond for six hours, text me saying he just got off work and ignored the meetup question completely. All right. I understand that he has very hands-on jobs, so I get it. But before I texted that, we were texting nonstop. I feel like there were multiple times when I hinted at a meeting up, but that went nowhere. Once he told me that he always thinks of me, and I responded that I think of him too, and he said, really? And I mentioned I enjoyed spending time with him and hope that I get to see him soon. What's the right, the wrong response? He, No, she says, and I mentioned I enjoy seeing him. And with uh, I enjoy spending time with him and hope that I get to see him soon. Was that the wrong response? He ignored uh, the spending time response and just said that he hopes to see me soon as well. But no plans were set. I was then invited this past weekend to a family party and went again and had a good time. Now with this coronavirus and him getting sick, I'm not getting any more texts and we're all in quarantine and social distancing. Is it worth it to keep this going? I feel that I only really get to know him when we're together and I enjoy spending time with him and getting to know him. Texting him is just surface level. I feel that the only reason I haven't asked about his expectations is because it's been a month and it seems early. Is it ever too early? Uh, is he, is he, is, if he's not taking this seriously, why do I keep getting invited to family events? Well, let me s- start with the family events question. I can say as a guy... Meeting the family for a guy is, in most cases, way less important than it is for a woman. I'm just saying, numbers-wise, for me, the seriousness of meeting family and friends is way different game for guys than it is for women. And here's why. There is no social pressure. And this is not fair. I, what I'm about to say isn't fair. It isn't right. In the same, it's all social stuff. It's all societal stuff that we've been brought up with. I'm not going to be the one to change how society has molded us. I'm just here to tell you what's going on. Okay. So we, the reason he meets you, you meet at family events because to us, none of my friends. When they go, well, what happened with your girl? If my girlfriend and I were to break up, my friends would go, what happened? And I'd go, we broke up. And then they go, back to Tinder, high fives all around for the rest of our, our lives. What? I guess you're back out there. If I told my parents, they go, oh, we liked her a lot. Okay, well, good luck. I, I guess, you know, so how you, how's it? Like, none of them would look at me and go, 
there would be no death. There'd be no funeral for the relationship. I think a lot of women are dealing with a societal reality that they compete with their relationship levels a lot. So the one at the brunch table wearing a wedding ring, she's the winner. The one at the table that's single is kind of the loser. And and I don't believe in that, but that's just societal stuff. That's not easy to hear or to take. So I think for you, when you meet the family, you go, whoa, I met the friends, I met the family, oh my God. His reality, if you ever break up with, uh, with those people, is way different than yours would be. If you broke up, your parents would go, you know, I, you know, I, I never saw you two getting married anyways. Like his parents aren't saying that. They're, gonna, they're going, ah, next one up. So that's why it's not a big deal. I, I think when you're a month in with someone, especially now where you're kind of enforced uh, separate corners of the world and you're not able to hang out as much. You text and you be, and I think in this part of the relationship, you be okay with, you know, having conversations. Hey, give me a call. I think you have to set your standard. I don't think there's ever a too early for the conversation, but I think there's a conversation you need to have with yourself. What will I gain from a conversation of where this is going? Let's say we're, you know, because he's not going to answer your questions. If you ask somebody where they think this is going a month in, they'll go, you know, I'm I, I, best case scenario. They go, you know, this has been fun. I hope when we get back together, things go all right and we can hang out even more. That's the best case scenario. Because the person on the other end, if you're wondering what this is relationship wise, your goal is to be told we're together forever and I see myself, you know, being serious with you. Their goal is to keep things exactly how they were before. So they will be just nice enough to get you to be an option when they want to hang out. That's the reality. If you're wondering what this is, it's because you want to be comforted that it's different than it is with an answer they're not going to give. So what their answer is going to be, well, you know, when we get together, we'll see what what is it is. Because a lot of people who are holding back from the what are we talk or haven't, you know, where you're wondering about it, they just want the hookup without responsibility for you. And a month in, they're okay, that's okay to want. A month in, it's every right of them. So you need to talk to yourself. If you're wondering, well, what is this going to be? Why don't you talk to yourself and say, what do I need out of this relationship right now? Do I need a phone call? Do I need someone who I've been on a month of dates with to call me every now and, now and again? And I would say to that person, hey, it's kind of shitty you haven't called yet. It's kind of shitty we haven't FaceTimed. They will either do the FaceTime. See, now instead of you know the vague world of what are we, you're in actionables. Let's go to actionables. Hey, you haven't FaceTimed me all week. We haven't seen each other a week. We were kind of seeing each other before the social distancing thing happened. And I understand that the reality is different now, but it would have been cool of you to FaceTime. Someone I care about, I'd want to FaceTime. Or you try FaceTiming them. Oh, they ignore you? Hey, where have you been? Hey, things are busy here. I'm, uh, you know, the video game community is pretty crazy. And, I, you know, I had to, you know, wash my hair. There's no excuse for actionables. The excuse for vague is... We'll see you when I see you. You know I love everything about you, babe. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Jared Feathers from a longtime listener. 
It's day two of the quarantine with my boyfriend of three years, so here I am writing in. We live together and are both working from home together. But since we have both have lots of conference calls, I am upstairs and he is working downstairs. He comes up during breaks to say hi or kiss me or get a snack or check in. But sometimes he'll start making out with me and turning me on. Then he will walk away, wink at me, and say he has a call to jump on. Why is he turning me, uh, turning me on just to walk away? Does he think this is cute and keeping it flirty throughout the day? It just leaves me horny at the kitchen table at 10 a.m. knowing that sex is still many hours away. How does this not give him blue balls? I would love to hear the male perspective here because I feel like I'm complaining about having a man who's interested in me. Where is the balance here of looking forward to the 410 fondle and just getting a quick finger at the kitchen table only for nothing to happen? Why is he doing this? Well, love this question. Keep sending him in, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. He does think it's cute. He does think he's being fun. For, you know, the male, you know, if you think of like the male sex drive, we can turn it on and off pretty easily. It's a light switch, okay? You are an oven, okay? So he turned it on to 250 on preheat, and you're like, wow, it's getting hot in here. And then he went to his body and went, flicked it off. And he's like, turn the lights off. I'm ready to go back to work. We can do this. We've done, men have done enough half masturbations in bed where a family member walked into the apartment or the kitchen and we said, put it away, put it away. We are, you know, what you're dealing with is a sexual MacGyver. Men can you know, we could, I could get a boner up right now on camera. I could be like, oh, you need a boner? I'm ready to go. Like, I could figure out a boner. For women, it's a little different. You're the oven. Oh, I got to go from zero to 250. Me, I'm ready at a moment's turn. I'm like, you need some cum? I got you. I got, you need it? You need a boner? You need a ball? You need a lick? We're ready. We are fuck ninjas. So understand, you're dealing, you have to let him know that every time you do this, you're leaving me here sweating and, and, I'm, and I'm rubbing a fucking cucumber against my clit just so I can get to the next hour. Maybe you should let him know. Maybe you should finish it off the job. Why not? Here's the reality, okay? All of your conference calls right now, one person is getting touched. All of your conference calls right now, someone on that call is getting blown or doing some blowing or going, getting, you know, having a guy lick their, their cooch. Someone on your conference call is getting a sexual favor done to them or is giving one to their partner. It's just the new reality. That's what's going on. Thank God for the mute button. Because without the mute button, I think a lot of us would be going crazy. They're going, they're going, yep, Jared's checking in. Oh, sorry, a bug went in my ear. Mute comes. That's just the new reality. That's the, the just so remember that. Yeah, Kathy in accounting, her husband is fucking going to town on her right now. Just, 
And she's going, yep, sales are good. Uh, mute. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I want to give a shout out to my sponsors, okay? I have no sponsors for the Freed by Noon podcast, okay? So these are sponsorless shows. We're putting them out there. All I'm asking for you is to share, share, share. Also, the J Train podcast is sponsored this week. I want to give a few shout outs. If any of these sponsors could help you out in your daily life, I'd appreciate it if you use our promo codes. Rothy's, free shipping and return at rothys.com slash JTrain. Uh, FabFitFun, treat yourself. Use promo code JTrain for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. ShipStation, uh, free for 60 days. ShipStation.com, microphone at the top of the homepage, code JTrain, JTrain, JTrain. Self, it can help you build your credit, uh, your, your build your credit. Uh, start in just five minutes, self.inc slash JTrain. Self.inc slash JTrain. Blue Chew, hey, if you're trying to fuck while you're on your conference calls, get your first shipment free with promo code JTrain, JTrain, JTrain. Just pay $5 shipping. So go support the sponsors uh, because they support me and make sure that this can happen. Every day on Freed by Noon, we're going to do a coronavirus rant, okay? Every day on Freed by Noon, we'll do a coronavirus rant. Hit the music, Shelby. I want to talk to the deep cable networks. TLC, MSNBC, CNBC, uh, what's uh, Lifetime Channel, HBO, HBO2. Now is not the time to push your lesser shows. This is the time to put up the real shows, okay? I'm looking at you, TLC. I should be able to catch up from day one of 90 Day Fiance. That's your bread and butter, okay? Yesterday, I turned on TLC expecting that whoever the channel, the CEO of TLC, whoever's choosing the shows would put up their best stuff, their, their chef kiss shit. But no, yesterday they had a show on called, um, it's called like Woman Surrounded, Baby Surrounded. Hold on. It's this dude, yesterday they had, um, they had a show on Where the guy has six girls. Okay. No. This fucking idiot. Okay. They, okay. What's their names? They have girl quintuplets. Okay. So, here. So, listen to me right now. TLC. I turned on TLC yesterday thinking they're going to have like, oh, we're going to get, you know, 90 Day Fiance. We're going to get like Dr. Pipple Popper. The shit we all love. And it's this dude who has quintuplet babies. And it's like this guy's sad life. We don't want to watch him. We don't want to watch this guy's like, I don't know how we're going to pay the bills. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Why are we, TLC, why are you putting on the show that doesn't get viewed as much? Why are you putting on the show with a guy with with quintuplet children is trying to figure out how to pay the electric bill. That's not what we want. 
We don't want one sad life that we think we should send money to. We want 90 Day Fiance. We want pre-90 Day Fiance, post all the different variations of 90 Day Fiance where people are figuring out that we want multiple sad lives to spread around and they're dealing with love shit. Not this guy who's sitting there. He's like, I don't know. I never see my wife. She won't fuck me again. But we got six daughters and we, you know, I guess I'll just sit here and pay bills until I die. We don't want that show. We want the good stuff. Pimple popper. 90 Day Fiance. Before the 90 Day Fiance. We want Shark Tank CNBC. I don't want to watch on CNBC or whatever fucking channel it's on. I don't want to watch, you know, Dateline where they're just going through. They're like, you know, Dateline from eight years ago being like, a pandemic's going to take down the world in eight years. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. I don't want to watch this now. We want Barbara, Mark, Mr. Wonderful. We want Damon. We want... uh. Dr. Lee, we don't want sad guy with six babies. That's our coronavirus rant of the day. Every day on Freed by Noon. Let's go to the luxury lounge. Every day we do a luxury lounge uh, portion of the show. If you want right now, so this is all, the luxury lounge is my Patreon. I have a Patreon, okay? That is a way that producers of content put up good Great stuff that you already love. So I put up a podcast every week for the last two years on Patreon, okay? Those are waiting for you right now for five bucks a month. Hell, you could sign up right now for five bucks this month and you have extra content for when, you need, when, you're, when you're needing it. And then you can end it at the end of the month, whatever it is. But it's five bucks a month and I have a podcast every Sunday called Coffee with J Train. I also do a thing called Luxury Lounge where a guest of mine and I will complain about the luxuries of life. Let's do it right now. Hit the music, Shelby. Now, we're already on the subject of TV and entertainment. Let me complain about another thing that's really luxurious. Streaming services, okay? There's way too many options. Yes, I'm complaining about how there's too much content out there for my quarantine days. Because here's what happened. I go around the horn, I start a show, nah, start a show, nah, start a show, nah, start a show, back to the office. I've now watched The Office 7,000 times in two days. I don't, there's too many options and it's making me depressed like there's no options, so now I'm doing the same thing every day. What Netflix needs to do, what Disney Plus needs to do, because I've watched every Marvel movie 6,000 times, I think every... Every streaming service should give us five options a day. That's it. The rest of the catalogs in the back. It's like what Disney used to do would open up the vault to give you the old movies. Disney used to put like Cinderella back on the shelf. Disney used to put like Aladdin. You wouldn't be able to buy it. Now what they should do is they get five options from every streaming service a day. So Hulu, Netflix, Apple Plus, Uh, Disney Plus, whatever it is, only give us five. So then we can go through each five and then online. Then it will become like a little bit more of a community. Online, we could all discuss it, which five we like. We could rank them. You could let me know which I should. And I, I think it should be from all genres. So then it will bring the country together a little bit. We'll all have something communal to talk about. 
That's what needs to happen. More options is making us all depressed. It's making us panic. We don't need that. We want less options. We want five a day from our streaming services. That's the Luxury Lounge for today. Every day. And you can go get more Luxury Lounge if you go to my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. $5 a month. Tons of content that you can go back and listen to and watch right now. Let's do the charcuterie chat of the day. Every day we'll do a charcuterie chat. We'll discuss one item, one thought of the charcuterie world here with you. Today's charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's charcuterie chat. Let's talk about the charcuterie board. Someone sent me Tasty on Instagram put up a video of what they're calling a charcuterie board, like from the ocean. So there's shucked oysters, there's lox, there's shrimp, there's like some sort of tuna mix, like a... Okay. There's no such thing as a charcuterie board. There's no such thing as a seafood charcuterie board. That is called a raw bar, bitch. That's not a charcuterie board, okay? And and also, what? That might be the most trashy way to describe a raw bar. Oh, look, it's a charcuterie board. Oh, you must not have electricity in your home. You must not know what air conditioning is. It's not a charcuterie board. If if raw fish, if if oysters and shrimp and lox isn't coming to me on a tri-tiered silver platter. Okay, if it's not coming on a tri-tiered silver platter or over a mound of crushed ice, you can throw it back in the ocean. Put it back. Put it back in the ocean. We don't want your charcuterie board, okay? No one wants to smell that. No one wants to see that. If I want lox, I'll have a bagel. That's a different board, okay? If I want shrimp, I want it on top of a mound of crushed ice, and I want so much cocktail sauce I could drink it and have enough left for two months from now when we're still quarantined away but don't come to me with a charcuterie board as if this is normal as if this didn't already exist as if we haven't been to have you ever been to a steakhouse have you ever been to a a steakhouse where you ordered the tri-tip if you've never been to a steak if this is new to you get out of my life we're we're talking we're talking about two different things and that's our charcuterie chat every day here on Freed by Noon. We come at you with a charcuterie chat. Let's do the quick hits. Every day I ask for quick hits from my Instagram people. These are short questions. Look for it on my Instagram stories. You can send them in. Short questions. Longer questions, email in. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. The shorter ones I'm going to take right now. Hit the music, Shelby. How to celebrate a birthday in these trying times. Oh my God. This is the most fun birthday. Are you kidding me? This is the best time to have it. Alone in your apartment, you know, uh, hitting a kazoo. Happy birthday to me. Getting drunk by yourself. You have a reason to take one of these days that, you know, right now the hardest part is that you have to fill the day with stuff that makes you feel fulfilled. That's the hardest part. What a birthday does for you, it gives you the excuse 
to pull out the tequila at 8 a.m., pull out all the garbage food that you put away for a, a, a naughty day, and then you throw a birthday party for yourself on Instagram Live. Go for it. Why not? Invite your friends to the group chat, you know, FaceTime. That's fun. That's a good time. Anything you're binging during the corona quarantine? Um, I am, you know, Ricky Velez, hilarious comic. Ricky Velez, go follow him. He last night was like, he put up, put on, um, he suggested putting on Cat Williams, The Pimp Chronicles. It's on Netflix. It's the one where he's wearing the green suit. That is a fucking funny stand-up um, special. Um, all stand-ups. I would suggest to you if you want to binge something. I, I and I want to say this, this is like I, I, this is my public service, but like I'm getting a lot of people that are messaging me and then they don't follow the account or they're watching all my stuff or commenting, being like this guy's hilarious. Then they don't follow. That annoys me. But now's the time to support someone in the ways that don't cost you money. Now's the time. You're already paying for streaming service. Listen, you know, you're already paying for you're already paying for Netflix, Hulu, whatever you're already paying for. There's a stand-up comic that has a special on there that you should go watch. Go get involved with. Burt Kreischer just had a special come out on Netflix. Ricky Velez has an amazing stand-up and videos out there. Um, I, I, I'm going. I'm forgetting names, uh, uh, but our friends of mine, and I'll keep suggesting people as we go along. But like, there's people out there with specials. Give them a shot because your play is currency. Your follow is currency. And it helps an artist right now who my job is going out at night and doing and and yelling at people in small spaces. So guess what went out first? And we don't know how quickly that will come back. So. Just the general idea of following and liking and getting involved with someone's stuff when they're really trying to do something funny for you to laugh at at home. Do that. So I would go binge on stand-up specials. If someone comes over, can I ask that they don't go anywhere else before house, car, house? Yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. So someone else said... um, Yeah, it, it, how can you suggest to someone what they should do? Yeah, you can have. I think everyone needs to have their own policies instead of lashing out at others. Okay, here's what work. What what's good? Hey, Dad, you know you should stop going to the gym. Okay, that works. If their numbers in your phone, you have the right to say, "Hey, you went to the gym today. You should stop doing that." If you're going on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and saying, hey, fuck faces who are at the gym, go fuck yourself. No one wants to listen to you. Nobody's going to take that advice. You might feel good for saying it. You might get a pat on the back from a bunch of people who agree with you, but the people who disagree with you now disagree with you more. So now you're not helping. So understand the likes might feel good, but you don't see the not likes. You don't see the go fuck yourself. You don't see the screenshot that was taken of your post and then sent around to other people who disagree with you. Now you've spread as much. You've spread coronavirus more by doing that because these people who you think are idiots and I'm not going to get in the business of calling. You need to self regulate. 
and regulate friends and family. If you have their number, you can let them know what you think they should do. Because over the phone, think of it this way. It's a lot easier to text someone I love you than to say it to their face. You know why it's easier? Because you don't have to deal with their reaction. So if there's someone that you would tell, you know, if there's someone out there that you think is doing it wrong, that you have their number, give them a call. If there's some person that you've imagined to be doing something wrong, then all you're doing is turning people against you. So, yes, if you're going to have someone come over to hook up and you say to them, the only way I'll fucking suck your dick is if you go home, car, me, then that's that's okay. Um, sending happy birthday messages to an ex, good or bad idea? Bad idea. Bad, bad, bad idea. You don't... They'll be fine. There's other people to wish them a happy birthday. All you're doing is saying to them, I care enough to wish you a happy birthday because I've been thinking about you and the door is open for us to have the mess that we already got out of. Can a guy still be horny if he can't get it up? Yes. There's a lot, you know, I've had friends that, I've had friends, this is always, this is how every guy starts this. I've had friends, not me. I'm huge cock, always get hard McGee. I've had friends. Um, I've I've not been able to get it up and still been like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, it sucks. I have friends who take medication where they say that part of the medication is that they can get it up and they can't come. And it's like you don't even get the end of the movie. So, yeah, you can be still horny. Is this the end of the world? No. We're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Um... He answers every Insta story, but no text. Knows I'm moving to his city soon. Am I being benched? If he answers every Instagram story, but no text, he's doing that because he wants to keep you friendly, but not keep you close. Okay? Answering an Instagram story is like talking at a party. Hey, the music's loud. What's up? We should get together sometimes. Answering a text is like, is like answering, you know, a one-on-one conversation in a different room of the house. Yeah, no, we should get together sometime. One is easier to get out of than the other. Best reply or no reply for the guy who ghosted me months ago and resurfaced yesterday. A lot of people are going to resurface because they take stock of their lives and they realize I'm lonely. So they go back to someone who has said yes before. All you can do is either not answer or, hey, I hope you're doing well, but we're done. This isn't going to go forward. Good luck. Let's do one more and then we're out of here. Best way for a girl to shoot her shot during the quarantine. Oh, here's what I would best way. Here's the best way for a girl to shoot her shot during the quarantine. Don't be afraid to be turned down. Also, understand that a nice response doesn't mean they want to date you. If you shoot your shot, if you send a DM, hey, we should get drinks sometime, and the guy goes, yeah, we should. Good to see you. What's happening? Where you been? Send me some nudes. That doesn't mean he actually wants that date. Guys will be as friendly to as many people as possible to keep them for an option for the if and when. Guys are like you preparing for the quarantine guys are like hookups the way you are with the quarantine when you when the quarantine was coming you went to the store you got toilet paper you got frozen foods you got you know got water you got this guys are like that with hookups we collect 
Oh, I got to collect my blowjobs before, for, you know, for when it gets cold and rainy. I got to collect my, fu- my vaginas for when it gets, you know, things get weird and I don't have anybody. Fave restaurant in New York City. Okay, so I like this question because we can dream of better days. Via Carota is fucking awesome. Um, Los Tacos, number one, inside the uh, Chelsea Market. Both taco places in the, in the Chelsea Market are great. Uh, Jess, what was the other one we said? The other restaurant. Oh, Whoa Hop for some down and dirty Chinese food. That's great. So those are those are three different delicacies. I got Italian, Chinese, and and Mexican. Those are three great places. Hey, we're done. Freed by noon every day. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Share, share, share. Subscribe on YouTube. I love what we're doing on YouTube. Tag a bitch in the comments. Keep it going. Let's keep it going. We'll be back next episode. Boom.